Hey everyone and welcome to the Bad Batch Episode 4 Breakdown. Thanks to all of you who were at the watch party last night, and all of you who are continuing the conversation at StarWarsTheory.com on the forums. I'll also have this out on my podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes today for you guys who also like to listen to this on there. Now, this episode for me didn't do a whole lot, but it did have some key elements and there was one major character that made an appearance that is really important to talk about and connect to Omega as it builds her story for the Book of Boba and of course Mandalorian Season 1 and 2. So as the Bad Batch look for a place to hide, Echo walks in to inform them that Calm Chatter has their ship's signal on a wanted list. So obviously this is no good, and in order to scramble that signal or erase it, Tech has to land. So they chose the closest planet, which is Pantora. And funny enough, this sounds like Pandora in Avatar, and oddly the people here on Pantora are also blue, which is a little easter egg or a connection or something. As they land, they pay off the guard, who is the same species as Nine Num, a Celestin. They bribe him to not register their ship. When he accepts the bribe, he leaves to call Fennec Shand. Now, if you don't remember Fennec Shand, this is her. She was in The Mandalorian Season 1 and 2, and she was rolling with Boba. She's been hired to kidnap Omega. That's as much as we know right now. Now, what I think is happening here is that Kamino has hired Boba Fett to get Omega back. Boba is the only unaltered clone from Jango, and was trained by him personally. He would be the next best thing, and it's my theory here that Boba and Fennec go way back, at least to this moment, just shortly after Revenge of the Sith. Now also I want you to keep in mind Boba Fett at this point is still roughly a teenager. Now Kamino obviously wants their property back, much like Mando and Grogu situation, and as I suspected, I think Omega, or Omega, let me know right now in the comments how you like to pronounce her name. Anyways, I think Omega is just like Grogu. They need her for testing, she is the Phase 3 clone trooper, or at least she will assist with them in getting there somehow. Now if you remember, she said that she has been hooked up to those medical machines many times and she doesn't like it, and also she was facilitating in nursing. So a very smart theorist in the chat last night during the watch party suggested that maybe she has force healing. And this wouldn't be too far of a stretch because it seems like Star Wars is really going for the force healing thing these days. You know, with Grogu and the sequels and all that. Now with this phase three clone trooper, I think she will assist them in getting them there if she's not the phase three clone trooper herself. Especially now that, you know, time is of the essence, both with the Empire wanting to move on from the clones and with the Django DNA dwindling out by the day. As Hunter, Echo, and Omega head into town, we see that the city is celebrating the end of the war, the end of the war between the Separatists and the Republic. And now they're delighted that the Empire is in control of everything and they're ready to change their money into Imperial credits. Hunter sells Tech as a fake droid in order to make him some quick cash, and Omega gets distracted and runs off. It's here where Fennec finds her and befriends her, or at least pretends to. She shows her that sometimes theft is okay and carrying a blaster for protection is necessary in such a big galaxy. Now these are all seeds that might grow in Omega's mind, and they might not, but it at least gives us a sense of what Fennec is all about. She's more of a scoundrel than, let's say, a Jedi. And at this point, I'm not too sure if Omega is going to turn out to be a good guy or go rogue eventually and become bad. She's very young, she's very impressionable, and we don't really know which side of the coin she may land on. And in the end, she is mainly being experimented on by the Kaminoans, so who knows, maybe she has her own inhibitor chip in her head that she is just waiting to execute. 
Fast forward a bit, Hunter finds them, fights Fennec, loses. He warns the others when he comes to, and he mentions how Fennec is after the kid and she's highly trained. This reminded me of Qui-Gon Jinn telling Obi-Wan Kenobi and young Anakin about Maul the first time they fought in Tatooine. Tech breaks out of the back of the shop that he was sold into. Omega runs, she finds Wrecker, who then gets stopped by Fennec and literally gets wrecked in one Aikido throw, which to me was really ridiculous. I mean, this guy is super strong and he just gets yeeted into the wall and passes out. Now, it is Fennec Shand, so it's not like it's just some random person on the street. She definitely knows what she's doing when it comes to fighting. She is a trained assassin, especially if she's hired for a big job like bringing the last fate of Kamino back to them, getting Omega. Now, as for Wrecker passing out so easily, some of you during the watch party suggested that his head was already hurting, so maybe the bump on his head affected him a little bit more, and when he got a little bump on the noggin this time again, it just passed him out cold. But also, there was another theory you guys were saying last last week where he was faking the whole head injury thing so that he could build Omega's room on the ship. Both plausible theories. As Omega and Fennec reach the skies, eventually climbing, climbing up a tower, they end up on a massive transport unit and everything from the music to the lights, coloring, sound effects, and very feel of the scene was literally taken from the speeder chase with Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Zam Wessel in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. I feel like Fennec is Boba's equivalent to Jango's Zam Wessel, like father, like son. Which kind of makes me wonder if eventually Boba will kill Fennec, later on of course in the Book of Boba or something. Or are they, you know, tight? As they fight through the skies in a high action battle, which was my favorite part of the episode, Fennec almost dies as Hunter blows up her ship. As she limps away, still surviving that, we know this isn't the last that we've seen of her. She is a very resilient and well-trained fighter and assassin, bounty hunter. Hunter and Omega escape back to the ship, which has been modded and everything is operational. They're ready to leave the planet safely after scrambling the wanted signal on their ship. As they blast off, the guard meets with Fennec, who had ordered him to keep them there. Unfortunately for him, he was asleep, so they got away. Fennec demands that he tell her immediately if they ever show up again. The boys vow to find out who hired Fennec to get Omega, as Fennec on Pantera speaks into her comlink and says that they got away, but she will find them. We definitely will be seeing more of her again too. Okay, so here are my thoughts about the episode. The episode to me was, besides seeing Fennec and getting a little bit of story on her or some of her abilities, was kind of pointless. I don't really think we needed this episode. I'm sort of getting tired of these episodes that just sort of have you crash landing on a planet, the ship needs to be fixed, and then la-di-da, so stuff happens at the end of the episode, the ship's fixed and you can blast off into space and continue on to the next mission. They almost feel like, you know, in video games where you have those like save spots or you have like, you have a main mission and in order to get to that main mission you gotta do like five side quests. And I feel like with the first episode, it was so freaking good. It was so fantastic and really drawed you in, showing a major transition from Order 66 and how the clones were behaving and the Jedi and everything like that. And now it's just veering off a little bit. It's going too much into the side side quests. I wanted to get back onto the main course of what the show is about, which is showing the transition between Order 66 to the Empire, which I feel it is doing, but I feel it's just taking a little too long to explain everything. I don't think we need 14 episodes. I think we need seven episodes at an hour long each, and each episode would be extremely story filled and none of this, I hate the word filler because I feel like every episode adds to the story and the characters in some sort of way. But 
it is. It is a bit of slowed storytelling. I don't feel we need these little paused moments where we go onto a planet and repair the ship again for the millionth time or scramble another signal. I feel like we can just get on with the story. So what I would like to see for next week is for them to reconvene or, you know, meet up with Rex and to describe to him, you know, what's going on. You know, here's Omega, here's their clone, who is just a mutated form of them like the rest of them, and she's a girl. And I feel like Rex will be very sympathetic towards their situation, and if they're rolling with Ahsoka as well, then she will maybe take Omega under her wing. This in turn could open up her own show in animated form, let alone her live action series. And perhaps Omega could become Ahsoka's apprentice later on. Now one thing I really do want to see is how Gregor and Wolf get their chips out of their heads. And what's Rex doing right now? How is he handling all of this with Order 66, basically turning all of his brothers into these monsters? Brainwashed beings, as they are. Is he going to come up with some sort of revolution, some sort of way to power down the chip in all of his brothers, causing a sort of Kamino uprising against the Empire, against their cloners? Or will they just assimilate with the later stormtroopers? Let me know down below what you think. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown. I will see you in next week's. And of course, as always, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.